Hello and welcome to Vida in the Inferno, a look into the inferno. I'm here joined with Riley and Natalie as my co-hosts here. We're going to be discussing the book Dante's Inferno, specifically Circle Six. We will be explaining how this piece of literature can connect and relate to the world we know today, as well as the things we may not have noticed in our daily lives. To start, a little summary on the Inferno. It is written by Dante, inserting himself as the main character and his adventures through hell, trying to reach heaven. Within the book, we're introduced to different sections, called Circle Within Hell. Our main focus today is going to be Circle Six, as I had stated earlier. Circle Six is the home of the heretics, people who have rebelled against the Catholic religion. So first, let's do a quick summary about our author, Dante, who inserts himself as the main character. Um, he was born uh, 1265 in Florence, Italy. He died September 14th, 1321 in Italy. Um, he was a man who was really big into politics, and he is well known for being a Latin poet, philosopher. His famous works are the one that we're discussing today, the Comedia. Um, he's also known for being a writer who refers the language or dialect that is spoken by people. So let me rephrase that. He basically, like, at the time, um, most works were written in Latin. So, and most people who weren't, um, who weren't rich or who just didn't speak Latin, they couldn't really read the text. So he would translate them into um, the language that was mainly spoken and like the style it was spoken to the common people. So this is the summary of the text and basically the comedy starts with Dante waking up inside of a forest and he was trying to see his lover. And he sees, he notices and walks up to the gates of heaven and his path was blocked by three beasts. He then meets this person named Virgil and Virgil tells him that he was sent to guide him through hell or the inferno to get to heaven or paradiso. Dante at first questions and does so at the beginning of his trip through the inferno. Okay, so how would you, in other words, how would you um, say the, the inferno is like about? What would you say it's about? I think it's a, it's an explanation of his like adventure. Like he's putting himself as the main character mm-hmm. in a, we, we know this is a fictional story, but he seems to almost be looking at it as if it was real making Mm. himself the main character yeah and things like that so i think that it's ultimately just about his adventure and maybe it's like i think that it could possibly be him as a person trying to explain like the journey of life Mm. like through going through like hard times and um doing bad things and sinning and stuff like that and trying to still reach a higher and a better place, even when it seems hopeless, like he he seems like right now being in hell. Hmm. I um I want to go back to what you said that like it's his journey. I did an interview with Miss Mexico, one of our um, teachers in the English department, and she said it's about the human experience, the human journey. So he writes in a way to tell what humans experience on Earth, portrayed in hell. And I will insert um, the clip right here. In the Inferno, the sixth circle is for the heretics. Mm -hmm. Heresy is punishable where uh, one's body will remain inside a burning tomb until Judgment Day, when the tomb closes and traps that body, traps that soul within the earthly body forever. Hmm. How does this punishment connect to, like, anything in our real world? 
Hmm. Well, I'd say it connects. Like we're kind of like the whole Adam and Eve thing. You know, Eve ate the apple, right? And so now we're stuck here on Earth with pain, sin. So I think that's like the punishment. Like that's the punishment that connects to the to like today, that we're punished here on Earth to live in pain, to suffer for the rest of our lives until we meet God again or something like that. Mm-hmm. What would you say, Natalie? believe the same thing how you were going off of but i think it also since we live with suffering and pain because adam and eve Mm -hmm. apple yeah um i also think if we are closely connected to god and we want to live his virtues as his perfect life how he wants us to we have to show that we are dedicated enough and maybe there won't be as much suffering for us but i also think that if you aren't connected with god or anything there will be a little bit more and in hell that will be a different circle for you Hmm. how would you compare the imprisonment of these tombs and these souls within their bodies to jail and the earthly punishment for sins and wrongdoings so you said the people like in the circle are in tombs right like Mm -hmm. so what 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 happens to them they basically just sit there burning in that tomb for eternity. eternity. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't really think the punishment fits the crime. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think a heretic would suffer that. Because heresy, um, in an interview with Mr. Sandoval, he said that a heretic is like someone who like just doesn't believe in Catholicism at all, right? And they believe in something else. So I don't think a heretic would... should suffer like that i think maybe um so our circle that we're talking about the sin is heresy yeah what is uh how would you describe heresy to a person who doesn't necessarily know what it is yeah so heresy is um errant teaching or errant doctrine um that can either be positive or negative in the sense that it's either adding to established orthodox doctrine or taking away from um and it's, it's super bad because it um, could lead one to loss of their soul. Right? So, for example, a heretical teaching may be something like we don't believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, right? Um, well, Jesus clearly says that the Eucharist is such, or at least it's been the Catholic established Catholic doctrine for 2,000 years. So, one may say, I don't need the Eucharist at all. Right? But then, how does that equate with Jesus saying, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man or drink his blood, you don't have life? Right? So, Jesus is saying that it is necessary. And someone denying that would be like, it's not necessary at all. So you can see how doctrines, uh, dogmas, and that sort of thing, you want to be, be in line with the church, right? Because to be outside, um, it could lead to loss. As I was saying, I don't think it fits the crime of heresy. I think, um, I don't know how a heretic should be punished. Maybe, like, they're already punished by being in hell and having an absence from God. So I think, like that's like mm-hmm. a punishment I, I also don't think it should be that down in hell but i kind of understand why dante would put it that further down because yeah, like, as a catholic yeah like you know he's like oh you're since you're not a catholic and you taught other people like the non-catholic way into like part from catholicism that's why you're gonna get down there but like i am not that much of a hardcore catholic as he was in the people of his time so maybe that's why i see it differently mm-hmm. but yeah i don't really know how to compare it to jail because I don't see it, you know, I don't see, like, the punishment doesn't fit the crime to me. Yeah. So, because the punishments in other circles for other crimes were 
very creative and always had like that yeah. deeper meaning yeah. Yeah. and deeper connection especially yeah. to Jesus. Yeah. So, I feel like the one for lust was like mm-hmm. a good connection cuz like um it said in one of our um discussions here in class we said something about like oh they hurt the uh, lovers or the people that they they hurt people physically uh, on earth so they're going to be hurt spiritually mentally here in hell. Mm-hmm. So I think that fits. Yeah. But, like you know, you know one, there's no like deeper connection that's like obvious in mm-hmm. a way. yeah i don't see i personally i don't see it do you have anything mm. do you see it or like do you think it fits i don't know i don't think it fits either because it's a little bit too much in hell to be that low yeah compared to what it actually is because you might not even have the opportunity to learn about exactly about yeah and like like, for Virgil, the reason why he's in hell is because he wasn't Catholic. Mm-hmm. So he was in the first circle, limbo, right? That makes sense, Yeah. right? But a heretic, not always. I think, um, who was it? Um, Muhammad and Ali, they were, I think they were in that circle too because they're Muslim. They were the, like, yeah. the first Muslim. But they also went around teaching yeah. that. And But I don't think that they should be in hell for that because... Um, Islam and Catholicism have connections. Like, according mm-hmm. to their teachings, um, Muhammad was, was, like, the angel Gabriel presented himself to Muhammad and told him, oh, this is your job now, this is your mission, do do this, right? And he did it, right? So I don't think he's a heretic for that. I think he's doing what God sent him to do. Even though he calls him by a different name, but so do Jew, Jew, Jewish uh, people. They call they call him Yahweh, you know, they or Baba. They call him, they don't call him, like, what we call him. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, with the different religions, heretics often, when they are teaching the different religions, it causes a split in society, mm-hmm. as we yeah. had discussed in class earlier. So that could also be part of the reason why it's so far down in hell, mm. is because it's not just the crime for rebelling against mm-hmm. the Catholic beliefs, but it's also causing chaos and like a spread in the yeah. world, yeah. when the goal of Catholics and the church is to create unity. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, Natalie, in, um, I think it was, like, Unit 5, we were learning about, like, the Enlightenment, right? And how, um, what's his name? Martin Luther? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. You guys remember him? Right? He, I asked Mr. Sandoval about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's considered a heretic because he kind of... thought that a couple of the books of the Bible yeah, weren't exactly, needed. exactly. And I can see why they would say that in the past, um, like, like, you know ancient catholicism right but i think why we see it differently is because we're living in a western world where we accept um not everything but we accept most things mm-hmm. right we're open to it we're in places like um Dar al-Islam, they won't accept it because they're hardcore the the way of the quran is the way that the world should work so that's why that's why like the taliban kind of hates the u.s because we're not we're not following their doctrines. Mm-hmm. So Cuz we're evolving to yeah. the way that society is changing mm-hmm. as time goes on, whereas they're keeping it very traditional. Yeah. And th- that's that's a good thing. Yes, like we love to see your that's your tradition, right? You sh- if you want to do it, you should. But I think what they're doing wrong in my personal opinion is that they're kind of enforcing it on every mm-hmm. single one. And if you don't do it, you you get killed, you get punished in like awful ways. And that that's well that's because it goes within their doctrine of um what's in the quran like if 
if somebody kills or if somebody robs, then they're pun- punishable by death or imprisonment. And it makes sense. Like, we have things like that, too, where, like, if we have, like, the death sentence, right? You're sent to jail for, like, 500-plus years and, you know, stuff like that, right? That's, like, a Western view. But, like, like it doesn't... I don't know, like... <laughs> I forgot yeah. what I was going to say. But you guys know what I mean, right? Yeah. Okay. This video is sponsored by Invisible Hats. They look amazing, but you can't see them. Ta-da! And that concludes our episode on uh, heresy and Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in, but now we have to tune out. <laughs>